Hi, welcome to the 12th House Podcast. I'm Michelle, your co-host and the head witch in charge here at Holisticism. Delighted to have you. Welcome back to the squirrels who have been here before, to our new squirrels. Hi, how's it going? The 12th House Podcast is a little corner of the internet where we bring together creativity, inspiration, intuition, spiritual shit, the metaphysical, the practical, tactical stuff that comes to running a business. And we bring it to you so that you can do your sacred work, so you can self-actualize, so you can be the biggest you you could possibly be. It's really fun. You're going to like it, I think. Anyway, let's get into today's episode. Hi, Katie. Hi. I went to the Glendale Galleria. No, the Americana. They're different. Kosas has, damn, do they have range? Like every single product that they have, I was like, I want that. I want this lipstick. It's brown. I'll never wear it, but I really want it. Like every, it's just, their stuff is so good. I know, it really is. What would be your favorite Kosas product? I mean, the concealer is like so phenomenal. The revealer concealer is so good. But did I ever tell you this? That like I used to be a beauty editor. Well, I used to be the global editorial director of like a wellnessy website. And I got to do a, a bunch of beauty stories and I got to get all these free beauty products for like a year and a half. It was awesome. And Kosas, when they first launched, they were just lipstick. And I got oh, the, really? I got to meet the founder and I got yeah, and I got all of the lipsticks and they were amazing and I still have them, which is probably not hygienic, but I they're my favorite. They're my favorite lipsticks. And they haven't kept up all the colors, but I have like the original Kosas and yeah, it was just a lipstick line and the founder was so cool and it's just like it's awesome to see her being successful. Wow, I did not know that that they were just a lipstick brand. But that makes sense because my my really good friend as you know, my friend Christine, she has been a beauty influencer, filmmaker, vlogger for over like I think 15 years now. And wow. she gave me a bunch of Kosas lipsticks in the very sa- I think they still are in the same sort of container. It's very satisfying. They they're magnetic and they're black square, right? Yes. And it's like matte black and they're heavy and they just yeah. are just the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, similarly, it's funny that you say you kept yours. I have a stack in my my closet. I'll send you a photo or we can post it with this where I have four of them sort of like it looks like a piece of art because they're they're stacked but a little bit off center because I just think it looks sort of cool and they're empty. But <laughs> Wow, that's really that's really funny. But their concealer, I mean, I I don't know if we had pressed record when I said this, but I have the pimple the size of a planet that I'm really putting Kosas to the test to cover up. But um, Michelle said she couldn't see it, so I guess it's working. I I can't I can't see it. Yeah, their concealer is so good. Like it's good for pimples. It's good for under eyes because it's so like lotiony. You know, it's like emollient but it still covers. It's the best. Do you mind if we just real quick talk highlighters? Absolutely. Let's talk highlighters. It's I love makeup. Like I don't wear a ton of makeup, but I love makeup. I know. I know. And I I do too. And same. And I, I want to wear more because you have some cool eye makeup that's making me want to get into colored eye makeup. But I at my friend Zoe has the most amazing skin and it's flawless in a way that my I've been with her and some of my friends who are older than me or 
around my age and they <laughs> we were all together once and I remember them being like, wow, your skin is incredible, like really asking her about her skincare routine and asking her about what makeup she uses. And she reads old, not because she looks old, but she's very intelligent. She's very an old soul. And I tend to sort of read young. And so everyone thought she was older than me when we were together. And I felt like I needed to tell my friends like, She's 25. Like, your skin is incredible, but she's also <laughs> newly 25. <laughs> the reason she looks good is because she's a baby. So, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I felt like I needed to disclose that. But she does know her stuff with skincare and makeup in a way that I've changed a little bit, but as you know, for a long time, into non-toxic and, you know, all the yeah. wellnessy makeup brands. And some of them work better than others. But she says this thing about she's a real like physician's formula girl. And she always says, wow. I like my skincare to look like it was made in a lab. Like I want to know that it was that it's going to work and is tested, mm -hmm. which is kind of the op my opposite yep. approach. But this highlighter she discovered and tested a million highlighters and I was a real big fan of the Glossier highlighter as well as the Ilia highlighter sticks. Like those are the two mm -hmm. that I'd used and and really enjoyed. And she told me I had to replace it to this one for years. And then one day I was like, let me try yours to like see because it's Chanel and I'd never used Chanel makeup before and I just kind of assumed it was super, super expensive and it's it's not the highlighter at least is comparable to all those other brands i said and it is yeah. a superior product it is so good okay. there's three varieties and this one is the translucent one that is the best one by far but it it's really top notch have you ever used it no but chanel makeup is the best i remember my mom getting she bought some Chanel makeup when I was younger and she like gave me a black eyeliner that was Chanel, a little pencil. And up until that point, I'd probably been using like Wet n Wild. And I swear, putting this eyeliner on, I was like, oh, this is what the experience of eyeliner should be like. Like I think about it regularly. I don't wear black eyeliner anymore like that, but like it just is better. Chanel wow, has some amazing, yeah, it must amazing be. prestige color cosmetics. They really do. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure if you clocked this in your trip to the Glendale Americana, but there's a brand new, you know, how they have like the Mac makeup store. I That's the only other one I guess I know, but they have a Chanel beauty store. Did you see that there? They have a, a like its own store? No, I didn't see it. They, it just opened very recently and I made my way in there to re-up my, my highlighter stick and they had just opened. It was kind of like they were bored and yeah. Michelle, this was like midday on like a Thursday or something. This was maybe like a couple months ago. But they had just opened and I felt like I had like won the lottery as their first customer because this lovely person there gave me a full makeover, like did really went oh. in there. And I was like, I'm not going to buy that much. And he was like, it's okay. Honestly, I'm bored. <laughs> like I just want to do this. And I wish I had somewhere to be. I wish I was, saw another human being. I don't think I did. I wish I even had to record one of these, but I, I looked, I didn't recognize myself. It was incredible. Wow. In a good way, because I don't really like when other people do my makeup. Like I, I just don't feel like I look like myself and it, it kind of scares me. But when you get someone who's really good, you're like, wow, I look better than myself. 
usually. So was it like a, huh, I look Yeah, because he was, was doing like subtle a- makeup. Like he was doing a look that would be my everyday look because he was like, well, what do you yeah. usually wear? And I would tell him each product and he was like, here's a better one, basically. Like, here's a better this, here's a better that. And a lot, it was just super natural. It was like a serum and then it was a tinted moisture, you know, so it was all really natural. I, like, I know what you mean of people who like for their wedding makeup, they don't want to look like a different person, you know, when you have a special occasion makeup. So this is very everyday. Did you have your makeup done for your wedding or did you do it yourself? Yeah. And I hated it. And I don't like any of the pictures. I like don't like my face in any of the pictures because I didn't oh. feel like I looked like myself. It, it it was kind of a bummer. But, you know, you live, you learn. For my oh, second wedding, such a bummer. Uh, you know, I'll do my own makeup. But I like that. Like, I kind of dream of letting a YouTube <laughs> influencer like doing my do my makeup. You know the people who are like really good at like giving you natural like the natural glow. Like I want that, you know? I mean, I've kind of had that. My friend Christine has done my hair before. She and she um, like she does that. She does skincare tutorials, like she or er, and makeup tutorials, like it's it is sort of a dream come true. And it, in the pandemic, she was doing facial. She would give me facials and with all of her oh. devices and all the things she got sent to her. And it was sort of like a little hobby she did with me. That's like so sleepover core, you know, yeah. like that's that my sister is coming over this, this week. She's coming down. She's not coming over. She's coming down from Seattle. She's staying with us for a couple of days. And like, that's all we want to do together is like paint each other's nails and like do each other's makeup and, <laughs> and like do skincare, you know, like that's, to me, that is my getting ready is like the best part of do any event. And like, oh I'd always gosh, rather same. do it with a friend, you know? Oh, oh my gosh. I couldn't agree more. Well, funnily enough, did you see the article in the New York Times this week about 13-year-old girls? This reporter followed three 13-year-olds in different places. One was Michigan. One was New Hampshire. I don't remember where the other one was, but they with their permission and the permission of their parents, got access to their phone, got access to their parents, and they would voice record their lives and send it to the reporter for, I think they followed them for, I don't know, maybe six months. And then the reporter went to each of those places. And it was this long form piece about what it's like. I almost sent it to you and the other day, actually, when I read it, but it's wild. And so many of the things that happen. I, I feel this way listening to Olivia Rodrigo too, but I'm like a lot of, even though the circumstances are different, like I'm not getting picked up from prom or I'm not, you know, necessarily having the issue in school, but a lot of the feelings around the issues as a 33 year old teenage girl, I yeah. feel exactly the same. And maybe that has to do with the fact that I also, you know, a, a dream night for me is painting my nails and getting ready with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or doing crafts like we did the other night. Yeah. Like it's just, that's so interesting. I want to read that article. And I'm so like confused by the backlash around Olivia Rodrigo. People who are like, you're an adult woman. You can't listen to Olivia Rodrigo. Like, are you out of your mind? Like, I'm sorry. I just don't, I just don't understand. Like uh, the Beatles were in their twenties and you're still listening to their music and relating to it at 75. Like, what do you mean? (laughs) What do you mean? You can't listen to something because you're not the same age as the artist. Like that's bananas to me. (laughs) That just doesn't, doesn't make any sense. 
That's such a good argument. The Beatles one is such a good argument. I mean, I obviously agree with you. Or I actually, I've just sort of taken the approach of like, okay, well, if this is wrong, I don't want to be right. Like I, okay, (laughs) I do listen to it and I just listen to the whole album. Like, you know, I, but that's such a true argument. That or like, oh, I don't know, like, oh, you're not going through a breakup or like you're not getting heartbroken or whatever. How could you possibly relate to what? Why would you want to listen to Olivia Rodrigo? It's like, well, why do you want to listen to fucking Back in Black by ACDC? Like, are you back in black right now? If you're not like it's because it's a good song. Like, just chill out, man. Like, I don't I just don't I don't get why everyone has their pennies in a twist about it. She's an incredible artist. Like, it's so cool to see someone who you know is going to have like an incredible career and to watch yeah. them from the beginning and be rooting for them. Like to me, that's that's a gift in and of itself, right? Is to like ho- hopefully have this artist who has longevity and just like see what happens to them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I agree with wanting to listen to her work. I think something interesting happened to me when I, I don't know if it was when I turned or just somewhere in my late 20s, I guess, watching TV shows or movies and just for so many years of my life and watching a rom-com or watching whatever, it was so aspirational. Like someday I'll move to a big city too and wear outfits and have a cell phone and go on dates, you know? And then I was suddenly watching like, oh, I may never have that experience because or or sometimes like oh I did it just didn't feel quite as glamorous or like I just might not that might not be in the cards for me like I I missed that and that there's something to that I think with her music in some ways for me it doesn't make me sad or not want to listen to it but and that's a different thing than what you're talking about but it came up in the Gia Trilatino did a profile of her did you read that no I haven't read it they go to, I think it came out very recently, but they go to Cafe Mogador, which is right <laughs> uh-huh. close to where I lived um, on St. Mark's Place in the East Village. And they have lunch and she's talking about, she said, the first thing she says to her is, when did you meet your husband? And she talk, she's like, actually, you know, I was your age. And they talk about that. And they, she, she's like, oh, I really want to have a kid. I really want to have a baby. And she talks about that. And she talks about all these things. And I so remember being that age and I remember saying to people who were a decade or two decades older than me back then, like asking the same questions, like, when did you get married? How did you meet your husband? What, what did that feel like in this, in this way that felt like someday I'll be like you too, you know? And, and this time it was really interesting because I was listening in a way of like, I wanted to know that stuff too, but also not embarrassing, but it kind of was like, I wouldn't ask that to someone now in the same way of like, oh, I really want to have a baby or I really want to. I wouldn't say that because it's different when you're, you know, in your mid 30s. But I still feel very similar to how I felt at that age. And so there's something there that like you're aware of the age, but I still can enjoy the art. You know what I mean? Okay, that was a preview of the 12th House Plus content. Just a little sneak, sneaky snack. If you like that, if you want more, if you want to hear the whole story, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify Podcasts at the very top of the page where you would subscribe in general for the podcast. It's $5.99 a month and we'd love to have you. 